0: Welcome to another episode of Speed Bumps, a safe driving podcast. I'm your host, Scott Marshall. I thought maybe it would be a good time now to remind people about seatbelt use. Now, you know, you might be thinking, well, you know, I grew up with this. It's something that I knew as a kid and I always wear my seatbelt. And I think that's great. I really do. But in a lot of jurisdictions, it's in the 90 plus percentage And you might be thinking that's pretty good, but when you multiply it by the millions of people, there are hundreds of thousands of people that don't wear their seatbelt. Now, why is that? Yes, it's the law to wear your seatbelt in many jurisdictions. Why not all of them? Why do we need a law to tell us to keep us secure? If you went on a roller coaster, you look for safety features. You look for the bar that comes across. You look for a harness. But for a car, are the seats just so comfortable that you can't expect to be you know, strapped in? It's not always about movement that causes us to want to wear a seat belt. It's the sudden changes, the change of direction or the stoppage of your vehicle. So I, I post on social media a lot for those who follow. I am on Twitter. I'm at SafeDriver. And I'll do in different forms, whether it's it's Twitter or Facebook or wherever I get a chance to, to, to promote road safety. And I recently posted about why we wear seatbelt. And someone commented, said that they never wear seatbelt because they got rear-ended. And if they had had their seatbelt on, they would have had their chest crushed. I find that hard to believe. Now, first of all, when you get rear-ended, you always move to the side of the impact. So you get pushed back into your seat because inertia wants to keep you where your body was. What does that do? That causes you to bounce off your seat and to go forward. So if it was really truthful, they probably would have been thrown into the windshield or maybe through the windshield. So a seat belt, a three-point harness, the shoulder and the lap belt, keep you in your seating compartment, keeps you in your seat. It's designed for that. It reacts within milliseconds of any movement, of quick movement. You ever pull your seatbelt out quickly and it locks? Yeah, but try moving even quicker because of a sudden change, and it keeps you in your seat. Now airbags also help. And if you look on the steering wheel and on the dash, it says SRS and it's supplementary restraint system. Supplementary as in an addition to. So you can't rely just on your airbags to protect you. You need your primary source of protection, which is your seatbelt. So we do need our seatbelts on and we do need to wear them correctly. We need to put, make sure they go over your shoulder. We need the bone and the muscle to help us, further, to protect us. I've seen people put it under their arm. Now think about it. Your ribs are smaller, more fragile. And if you had that sudden stop or an impact, it cracks your ribs. and maybe damages the organs around them or behind them. So wear a seatbelt correctly. Let the experts tell you. And what makes you an expert? Oh, no, I just feel uncomfortable. It's not an expert. You get used to it. And there actually are devices that you can use to adjust the tension. So it doesn't dig into your neck. A lot of vehicles also have adjustable portions where the, uh, the shoulder strap comes out of on your B pillar on your vehicle. So you can raise it up or lower it so that way it doesn't dig into your neck. So wearing a seatbelt keeps you upright. That's what you want. You wanna be able to see because sometimes that swerve that you avoid that child that comes running out or the door that opens, you have to swerve to your left to avoid it. Well, that seatbelt keeps you upright. That allows you to see and aim where you want your car to go. It keeps you upright so you can steer where you want your vehicle to go. But without that seatbelt on, that inertia is going to make you move across your front seat. So now you're lying across your console for that brief moment. Chances are you're going to crash in something else. We need something just like our roller coasters and amusement rides to keep you upright, to keep you secure. So that way, maybe just maybe you can avoid a collision. Now, what about our passengers? I remember years ago uh, talking about seat belts when I was teaching driver training in class. And the day before I taught it, the class before, I witnessed a brother and sister who were in my class get into the vehicle that they were being picked up from, their, their parent. And the parent didn't have the seat belt on. And the teenagers, brother and sister, didn't put theirs on either, and off they went. It's a role model. So if you as a parent don't put on your seatbelt, how would you expect your kids to? So the very next class, I asked the entire class, I've got 25, 30 people in class. Do any of you know anybody who doesn't wear a seatbelt? And I kind of kept an eye on the brother-sister and hands went up, a lot of hands. So then I started using the teaching technique of the other people, the peers, and I asked, you're feeling about that it was fantastic people said well it's risky it's dangerous why is that and again watching the brother and sister their faces were kind of uh, white they were looking they weren't speaking they weren't frowning they weren't happy they were soaking this stuff in and i said what happens to your backseat passenger when the driver in front suddenly slams on their brakes and they were great my students were very smart they said that you would fly forward. You'd want to keep going, even though the car was stopping, because you're not secured in the back seat. And then I asked, What would happen if you were behind the driver? Oh, you'd push the driver, so causing the driver to lose control. Then I asked the question, Whose responsibility is it to ensure that everybody in the vehicle has their seatbelt on? And they all came back. It's the driver. Now, legally, the driver uh, is responsible for themselves and anybody under the age of 16 in so many jurisdictions. But what about the ones who are over 16 or 16 and over? They are responsible to get your, your passengers from point A to point B. That's what your responsibility is. And it's not, well, if they decide not to wear it, they'll pay their own fine. It's more than just a fine. It's about arriving safely. It's about ensuring that you have control over your vehicle, despite what they're doing. And if you don't ensure your backseat passenger has it, they can fly across and hit you in the back and push you forward with all their energy, even with your seatbelt on. Now, what about your front seat passenger? If you swerve to avoid that child who ran onto the street or a car door that opened, they're going to bounce off their door and land across you. Maybe across your arms. Maybe enough to be across your arms that you can no longer steer safely. And that person is a flying object. They're a projectile in your vehicle. So it's not just about you wearing your seatbelt. And yes, wearing it safely, wearing it properly is important. But before you drive away, buckle up and ask your passengers to do the same. Tell them because you love them or... If you don't want to say that, say, I respect you and I want to make sure we get there safely. It's not about the fine. It's about safety, too. Be sure to check back each week as these podcasts do come out on a Sunday. Be sure to follow along and subscribe. Uh, If you want more information about many driving topics, don't forget to check out my blog, thesafedriver.ca. Again, you can reach me on Twitter. I'm at safedriver. If you want to send me a message, reach me at my email, safedriver36 at yahoo.ca. Let's be safe out there. I'm Scott Marshall.